On this episode of Intent Topics, we're going to talk about starting conversations in the cannabis industry. Logan, how you doing today? Good, how are you, man? Doing awesome. I'm really excited about this this topic. I, I feel like we talk about it a lot. Um and so I, I want to put it on a podcast and, and share with the world because we're we're constantly talking about it. Um, I like the idea of laying it down. Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So little backstory here. So at Union, we had a we have a large client um, that was in the cannabis space, still is in the cannabis space, and it's um, a tech company. And um, I guess in my perspective, I knew there was going to be uh, unique challenges due to the cannabis industry. For example, um, yeah, Google won't let you uh, buy advertising and Facebook as well. And there's content that you can't display and you can't, um, there's challenges around emailing folks uh, directly. There's age challenges. There's, there's uh, state by state laws, right? So working around that, um, we still devised a, a full scale marketing plan and, you know, implemented it. And, you know, obviously I had, have the, uh, the inbound background. So I was heavily weighted towards that, but, um, you know, you've, you pretty much proved this, but we found that it, it, it was, it was more about, uh, the outbound outreach, right. And right. calling people and, and less of the, if you build it, they will come. You know, there, there's an element of that, but boy, we, we really found success by calling out in, in working outbound strategies. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you talk to, you know, what, what you've been doing there and how that's going and what you're finding? Yeah, man. So one of the most difficult places sort of starting to, to really like build this outbound strategy in the cannabis space was, there's no, you know, the Zoom infos, Discover orgs, um, you know, all these different contact databases. There's not a lot of coverage for them, right? So, sort of organizing the space, um, and it's very fast moving, right? So it's it's constantly changing. Um, yeah. The minute that I feel like I, I've got a, a pretty complete database um, right. for us here at Union, all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking to somebody else inside of Union, and it's like, you know, do you see this brand? It's like, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. we're working 40 hours a week on it. And so, you know, yeah, so brands are, brands are popping up out of the ground. They're merging, mm-hmm. consolidating, mm-hmm. splitting, changing management, changing names. It's, it's this in one state, that in another state, you know, it's, it's very hard to keep track of. That's a, yeah. that's a good point you make. Yeah. And so then from there, you know, identifying, um, things like decision makers and identifying um, the the right sort of entry vector into a company mm-hmm. um, super challenging. Mm-hmm. What was what was cool, I, I think, to like fast forward is like once you start, once you do start the conversation, we'll talk about how it was totally worth it, right? Because everybody's excited to be in the space, right? right. And and people are not, you know, the people who are trying to, to start those conversations, trying to be in the space are excited to be there. Um, and there's a night, you know, there's a sense of camaraderie, um, that, 
will disappear when when the you know the real big money comes in like it's mm-hmm. talked about now but it's like it's not that big yet mm-hmm. um but like once there's like super consolidation and commodification and all that kind of stuff it will be fun so it's really an exciting time to be in the space um, yeah because the people there are the the sort of the original people or kind of like maybe the third wave of it um so so yeah yeah and it's interesting how much um, there, there's this spirit of everyone trying to help each other and yeah. it's, it's, it's competition, but like, it's also competition against like the regulations not changing so that everybody can continue to do what, what they're doing. So right. they, they kind of, it's like this, we're all in this together kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't, I don't recall seeing that that much outside of th- this industry. Well, if you think about it, like, you know, um, for the, in like MBA speak, you know, you got Michael Porter's five forces, right? And so, you know, there's a, there's a multitude of different factors that you're, that, that can erode at your profitability, you can erode at your growth. Um, Mm -hmm. and in a, in a highly competitive, in a highly competitive marketplace, you know, obviously the, the sort of other members of the market, your direct competitors are, 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 you know, the big sort of eroders of, of profit, you know, you're in price wars and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't see that from a brand perspective right now mm-hmm. in the cannabis space, the, the major sort of factors are like, well, we've got to redo all of our packaging because this regulation just changed. Right. Um, yeah. and, and starting conversations and, and working in a sales role and that kind of thing, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a lot of competition. You know, there's some, mm-hmm. but like all of a sudden what we're fighting against is like, wow, internally that company just got thrown into chaos by no fault yeah. of their own. Yeah. But California just passed this legislation that's, that's in effect you know, yeah. very fast. They don't have the same yeah. lobby. So you got bigger fish to fry than mm-hmm. any phone call that's coming in. Right. It's right. just survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's fun and frustrating, uh, very frustrating at the same time. And and so I think that, that that's something that for, for companies that are not currently in the cannabis space or have been running a cannabis strategy for, you know, three, six, nine months, it's a lesson that I've learned that, you know, that's not long enough to tell if you're a good fit in the industry, if you're, if right. you're enjoying being there, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a year, it's a two year kind of yeah. thing. And you gotta, you gotta fight the battles with these brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you are having conversations, what's the kind of demeanor of the people on the other end? Um, like I listen, if you like the cannabis space, you know, I think it's easy to be in it, right? But if you're just in it to make money, people can see right through you. That, from, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like in the CBD space, you know, which I, I think is very tangential. It's not that long ago that we had the farm bill passed. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. was it was after we started our outreach. Mm-hmm. So, and for the listeners like that, that sort of made it. Uh, like what federally legal that hemp is, you know, hemp is a federally legal, you know, um, or CBD based hemp. Um, maybe you can kind of go into that a little bit later, but you know, so it kind of lifted a lot of the federal stigma around, um, CBD that's derived from hemp, correct? 
Yeah, and it allowed yeah. and allowed a lot of brands to become national brands, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of them yeah. were sitting on the sidelines waiting. Exactly, um, exactly. Um, and so, you know, the one of the stories that's told a lot in the CBD space is, you know, they had a family member who was ill. They were entrepreneurial. They started to realize that like CBD mm-hmm. was something that could help this family member with with cancer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Or, or some, some, you know, illness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and here's this, here's this person between, you know, the kind of archetype is like 25 to 40, like somebody who's old enough that they're probably in a position where like, this is making a big impact on their life. Mm-hmm. And so now they are building this brand. This happens yeah. all the time. Uh, you hear it every, every, every day. day. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so, so if you're, you're taking this like very, I mean, it's the most pure, like obviously people want to make money by starting a business. Right. But like, you know, the Simon Sinek, it's becoming a cliche, like start with why now, now we're, now we're, you know, really able to start that, that business. Um, if you're trying to just sell them something, you're screwed. Right. So, so that well, I like yeah. the cannabis industry, you like the cannabis industry. So it's been easy for us to have these conversations because, you know, uh, whether we use it or not, it's an opportunity. It's probably wrong that it's federally illegal. You know, there's, there's, you know, the, the so many different like drug crises, all this kind of stuff that, that could probably be, you know, yeah. avoided. Know. So, yeah. Yeah. That's frustrating, but it, it's, it's amazing how much true authenticity there is. And I think a lot of it is because, um, so many people in the industry have that story of a family member or themselves and that it this the business is driven with a lot of like love and, and compassion, probably even emotion. Right. And and we found that that leads to just as meaningful conversations when you're talking to these people, right? Like you right. can connect. Right. Like we're not telling you like a, a server box or something, right? This is yeah. like a lot more meaningful. Yeah. And and like uh on the on the THC, you know, just straight like marijuana side. Like you've got people who are who probably grew up with it. The, the the consumer that we're that a lot of the brands that we talk to are targeting are not like eighteen or seventeen or or twenty year old stoners, right? Like that's this is not the the the, the college kid, you know, no. cannabis industry. No. This no. is no. like yeah. this <laughs> is like like you know, sophisticated professionals who want high quality, who want to, Mm -hmm. you know, so, so the other side is the passion is like, all right, like I want to know what I'm putting into my body. I want to, you know, I want it to be like classy. You know, these Mm -hmm. are people who, who spend more than, you know, you know, a lot of times $20 on a bottle of wine, right. Mm -hmm. Who, who understand the difference in what the, you know, what they're eating, what they're drinking, et cetera. So it's no different in the marijuana space. So like that passion, even though it might not be health driven is still there. And it's very apparent that like yeah. you want it to be cool to, to, you know, pull out this like beautiful, pa- beautifully packaged, you know, sort yeah, of totally. marijuana joint yeah. and, and, you know, smoke it at a party with, with your friends that, you know, yeah. all make six figures a year, that kind of thing. So I, it's, I observed kind of two tracks of consumers. I'm, I'm sure there's more, but there's one, of people that were already consuming have been consuming. Now it's just like easier to purchase. Right. Yeah. But they, they still have the same questions when you go into the, to the retailer, like what's what, uh, which one's going to make me feel which way. Yada, yada. And then I think there's another um, 
you know cohort of consumers who it's just like because it's like being more acceptable their personal stigmas changed a bit around it and they're like oh okay this isn't so bad this isn't you know reefer madness and all the propaganda right like right i can have like a light dose product and maybe you know enjoy it on a recreational level right you know and that's that's just like a new opportunity for them when when before it was just kind of like wine or, or beer or something yeah yeah and so when you come back to how do you how do we message in the space you know um you can't fake it right mm-hmm. but i would say that say you're a say you're just like a label printer right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and and say you wanted to you see the opportunity and you want to support these brands and you think that it's it's you know a good a good sort of vertical to go into mm-hmm. um but you're not passionate about marijuana consuming it mm-hmm. um go like go like go to a conference go to a it the the enthusiasm is infectious right you don't have to go you know consume it if you don't want to but like be a supporter of the industry yeah and it will be profitable i, yeah, I think that's the thing is, is you know you don't have to be taking this stuff mm-hmm. in order to realize like oh there's there's recreational opportunities there's medicinal opportunities yeah. and, and if i support these people in their passion might not be mine but that, yeah. you know, that that's where you get off. So, yes. yeah. Speaking of, uh, you know, events, um, I attended the, the hall of flowers, which is an event in Santa Rosa, California. And I did not know what to expect walking in the door. Um, and I was, I was very surprised to see that it was an incredibly, you know, uh, pr- professional event, right. I was expecting a bit of a grateful dead lot, <laughs> you know, and it yeah. was completely not that it was, these are professional people that were very enthusiastic about, what they were producing and selling and the camaraderie was incredible and everyone was kind of, um, I don't know. There's just this in this together, um, in a, in a maturity around, um, or professionalism around it that I was, I was surprised there, there people weren't consuming, right. There, there's no shenanigans, right. These are just people growing their businesses, right. And it's a brand new space and, um, it was a local events so was all California people. So they all kind of play in the same you know, playground. Right. Um, and I was within a few minutes, I felt way more comfortable with, with what I had walked into. Right. right. And I felt comfortable walking up to anyone and talking about their products and learning about what they're doing and where it's from and, um, the different, you know, methods of, of consumption. And, and it was very interesting. And I was, I was, uh, thoroughly impressed with, with that, you know, little, um, swath of, of the industry overall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. it's, 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 it's really exciting. And so, you know, when we talk about how to start conversations and how to grow a business within, within the, the industry, mm-hmm. um, this is where like, I don't think advertising is really what needs to be done. I think it is, it is really like start those conversations in a, an authentic way, yeah. um, with outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously networking has been very effective, but Mm -hmm. if you don't have a network, um, you know, really going out and seeking out brands that are interesting, finding the, the contact information, reaching out to them, understand that you're reaching out cold. You might need to explain yourself. 
But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, people want to talk about this stuff. So if you're mm-hmm. authentic, you'll be able to stay in the conversation um, long enough that that it, it really starts to make sense. So I think yeah, it can't be profit first. It can be. It needs to be relationships. It needs to be mm-hmm. network. But there's enough money to go around in this in this industry that you know really sort of identifying what your what your strengths are and how you can support these people's passions as they grow their business. Um, yeah. you're going to help them grow. So, yeah, another piece of advice from um, that event I was at at Hall of Hours as it pertains to marketing and sales, obviously. Um, well, Gary V spoke. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised it wasn't like the same old Gary V talk, right? Yeah. But one of the things he said um, it, is that podcasting is probably one of the most important things you could do in that industry um, due to a lot of the restrictions on on advertising stuff and, and, and a podcast being one of the most or- organic ways to get your content out there. Interesting. Um yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was inspiring. Obviously, here we are. Um, yeah, but but the other thing is, there's you know, there's a there's a lot of news, there's a lot of press, but comparatively, there's not that much content out there. I mean, this mm-hmm. is this is such a new industry. Um, so I thought that was a that was a compelling um, point. So I would recommend that to to any any brand or or um, business, you know, in, in the industry trying to figure out what to do with the marketing. Um, I'd, I'd just hit record and start talking. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And yeah. And it, like we talked to the brands, there's a lot of companies that, that have great sort of offerings that, that could mm-hmm. help, that could help the brands grow. Mm-hmm. And I think talking about that, creating content, um, et cetera, in those spaces, um, is, is going to be, uh, you know, incredibly valuable, not just because of what they're doing, you know, what your brand is doing, but because you, you don't know how that's going to sort of snowball, you know, right. six months later, gonna you've got a, li- a little like network that you didn't even know about that respects right. what you're doing, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And I've, I've met a couple of people that have been advocating in this industry long before we got where we are today, mm-hmm. you know, 15, 16, 17 years. And, I mean, look at the perseverance that some of these people stuck through because of what they believed in, mm-hmm. and and they're actually doing really, really well right now because of it, right? Yeah. And yeah. you applaud the, um, uh, I don't know, the the grind, the hustle, right? That, and they stuck it out, and some people are really um, getting paid out on it, right? And and that that ties ties back to the authenticity piece, right? Like, there's so many people flocking to the industry. Um, because they're seeing it, you know, that, right. um, and, and it's, it's nice to see that some of these people that have, uh, stuck it out are, are finding success. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Logan. Well, um, let's wrap up this episode of intent topics. I'm Chris Battis and I'm Logan Kelly. Thanks everybody for listening. Give us, please give us a five-star rating and a follow on whatever podcast app you listen on and we will see you next time thanks a lot take care